What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Dense Pixels E3 2018 uh, review and reaction show. Uh, we just got done watching the Sony press event, um, and a, a definitely a bit of a mixed bag, I would say, uh, for the Sony event, because the games they showed were awesome, uh, but that the presentation, I don't know if it was the best. No, it wasn't. Not at all. <laughs> It was sloppy, and that ending was was terrible. It felt really mailed in. Um, yeah, uh, one of my friends on Twitter just pointed out that they only announced like two new games, two or three. Like as far as like things, we had no idea that they were coming. I count one <laughs> on uh on uh, Brad's list here. Uh, I believe the unofficial title is some Rick and Morty bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what that, that was. That is what I wrote. That is what but, I wrote. Uh, that is a fact. Everything else, um, everything else we knew was coming. So um, it was different. Like it felt like, it felt like um, the two, the two major companies had um talked to each other and they were like okay since our exclusives are awesome we'll let you do all the third party stuff and we will we will um take care of the stuff that we have is it still on i mean they're still airing and the, the main yeah. i think i think they're showing deeper looks at some of the stuff they did during the uh the, I know they're there. They said they were going to do like Spider-Man live gameplay or some shit. I don't know. But uh, don't don't refer to live Spider-Man gameplay as some shit. No, I mean, you're right. <laughs> Spider-Man looked really good. But in, in the grand scheme of things, they're. Well, you know, well, so let's let's get started with the top. And they they, they begin this pot in this podcast, this this presentation in. A huge way. They they showed Last of Us two. Um, they had a way too long banjo performance uh, going on with some dude who was who was banjoing in in a church. Uh, and then, but they switched the gameplay. We get a nice. We we haven't decided if it's a flashback or a flash forward scene uh, with Ellie and and a love interest of hers. And and then all of a sudden they cut to gameplay. It was the best moment for Pride Month ever. You get two girls kissing and then basically a smash cut to Ellie like caving some dude's head in. <laughs> so we so Ellie is the main character in this game, as we can surmise. Um we we noted the action seems a lot faster paced uh than it did in the first Last of Us. Uh, I remarked at how uh, she rambos a guy by hitting by exploding a dude with with an exploding arrow uh, from yeah, a bow and his arrow. Head kind of exploded. <laughs> uh, his whole body exploded. I'm yeah, that sure. game is incredibly violent. <laughs> it's super violent. It really like, is. And then so like, you had this long action sequence, and and the game the gameplay is brutal uh, as you would expect from from The Last of Us. And then they smash cut back uh, back to this flashback or flash forward sequence before they uh before they said goodbye so nothing nothing to indicate um the story of this game and and nothing to suggest like a release date but uh but a hell of a way to start the show 
is does does watching that make you want to play that game i i'm still not um it looks great it it really does look great it looks beautiful i love all the violence uh huge violence guy big violence uh, nobody likes violence more than me um but i i i you know i already got tomb raider for my young lady killing miss my young lady killing machine i don't uh i don't know if i necessarily need uh two of them i'm not particularly still i mean because like that's i feel like last of us is a game that if you like the first one i feel like you're gonna like anything that they put out and if the first one didn't do it for you i'm not sure what they're gonna add to the mix that's gonna that's gonna make it different you know lesbians well that that's true um, um i've never played the last of us I'm sure i can get it for like some 20 bucks now um but that i i was telling you guys a lot of first there's a lot of single player games there now, and they all have a similar aesthetic or the, the gameplay is very samey and the way that they're going to make these a little unique is to kind of put their own spin on them like this looked like a mix between like Horizon Zero Dawn and Tomb Raider and God of War. Like the way the camera didn't cut like God of War. Uh, it was a single shot to that entire to that entire uh, gameplay sequence. Um, and just the dynamic camera work that they used as the fight sequence was going on was pretty goddamn good. And the other thing is you have to have a good story if you're going to have a single player game. Since all these games are very similar. Like this made me want to play it, but I feel like I have to play the first one first. I would I, probably agree I, with that. Yeah. I, I feel like you don't necessarily. Really? Yeah, the way um, I feel like you can get I a know the ending. If, okay. if you know the ending yeah. and you know the world that's set up, I, I think you're I think you're okay. Mm. I mean, that but said, yeah, you can of, grab the first game me for interested 20 bucks. Most definitely got me interested in playing this game, just the way that it, that it looked. So... Lots, lots of variety with the. I don't remember there being that variety of weapons in the first game, aside from like the shit you can just pick up nope. and, and and mess with. So, so, so a good look. But see, but then they did this very weird thing because they had everyone in like this like church, which made sense because then when they cut to the game, like it was like the same setting, basically. Yeah. But then because I guess they shuttled everyone from this church into like an amphitheater of some kind. They had to divert away from the presentation for like 15 minutes. Um, and it was very awkward. It was very disjointed. And I really didn't care for it. I got, I got to say. Um, it didn't work. It didn't it, work. And it, it felt like they were, it, it felt very amateurish, which I don't expect to see uh, from one of these big three companies at it, the biggest it did. I mean, that's, that's why I sort of said it, it felt like they mailed it in. You know, you had this this sort of this great opening on on last of us 2 which much as i'm not going to play it it looks really good um and then you had this weird cut to this outdoor desk interview and then we just got nothing but trailers we didn't even have anyone talking expanding on what to look forward to in these games between the trailers it was just like an hour of trailers and and to be clear, like I don't have a problem with that because they can expand on on the what's in the gameplay throughout the week this week. Sure, and it gives you a reason to go back. But that's why this segment felt so weird when they cut to an outdoor desk and they had Sid Schumann, Ryan Clements, and Sean Layden sitting there talking about like like they're in the presentation. They're like, "Well, this presentation's really great, guy." Like it was it was very 
like dumbly meta in in a, in a way, and I, I wasn't really I'm not really here for that. Um, in this interview with Sean Lane, they did confirm that a new game plus mode is coming to God of War uh, sometime soon. So we have that to look forward to. Uh, they showed a brief trailer for Black Ops 4. They also announced that as of tonight, uh, for a limited time, Black Ops 3 is available for free through PlayStation Plus. So if you have PlayStation Plus, go ahead and grab that. Uh, they showed a quick sizzle reel that touched on some of the games that they had been showing on the PlayStation YouTube channel earlier this week, uh, which is Tetris Effect, which is the new Tetris game that's being made by the same dude that does Luminez, whose name I cannot remember at this time. I'm sorry. Um, they showed a little bit of Days Gone. They showed a new game called Twin Mirror, a new game called Ghost Giant, and then the fact that Beat Saber is coming to PlayStation 4 uh, with PlayStation VR. And then they showed the trailer, the story trailer for Destiny 2 Forsaken. Uh, me and Micah were nerding out a little bit. The Awoken Prince that everyone thought was dead uh, during the Taken King expansion. He's apparently back and breaking out of uh, space jail with a bunch of his friends. And uh, killing Cade or shooting Cade in some way, shape, or form. So, very uh, cool look. Like so, they uh, Bungie announced they're going for like a Western revenge style theme for this DLC, and I think it's I think that works well, and and look forward to that. So, next up uh, was the game, probably one of the two games that caught our attention the most during this presentation. Uh, we talked about in the pre-show how we had no idea what Ghost of Tsushima was. Uh, well, guess what? We now know what Ghost of Tsushima is, and I think Micah nailed it on the nose. It's an open-world uh, game in feudal Japan, uh, which is beautiful. Uh, as we remarked, very nice wind-blown wheat field physics in this game. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the standout, obviously, I mean, was the sort of like, I guess you could call it like a boss battle um, that we saw at the end, but like a more notable battle, a, ma- a battle with a named character. And you have the the, the red maple, the Japanese maple trees uh, blowing leaves all around you and then fire starts behind you. And it's very cinematic. It's a very, um, you know, poignant moment in the trailer and I'm sure in the gameplay at large as well. It looked absolutely beautiful. And yeah, man, I look, I don't know why this hasn't been done before. People who play these types of people who play video games love like ancient Japan and shit like that. And I'm just I'm I'm shocked that I, I can't think off the top of my head of an open world sandbox style game set in this time period. Uh it makes sense. Um I thought the combat was great. I'll, I'll let Terrence expand on his thoughts about it. But um, yeah, man, like I'm sitting here waiting for the, the store to, to <laughs> so that I can throw my money at it because uh, I, I need to play it. Now that um, the combat, um, I don't know, but that, that final battle that they showed, it may, it, it seems like there's, a health bar system behind the the, the HUDless display. Uh, the actual combat itself, like he cut a dude's arm off, yeah. <laughs> like that was fucking awesome. Like he was just taking people out in like two swipes. So I don't know if that's a uh, that's because they're just fodder, or if that's a if that's a mechanic where if you get taken out in one, kind of like um, like a Neo type game, but without like without the actual um health bar or a Souls game. But they don't show you how much health you have. You just look, protect your neck, nigga. Oh, you get oh, you. Gonna, 
You know what I'm saying? Um, but now nah, the combat looks cool. I like. I I I'm going to pick this up because it looks amazing. Um, I just like how we inadvertently danced around everything that this trailer was. Mike is like, "Oh, the open world field Japan. It is." Terrence is like, "They can't possibly do vertical gameplay." Oh, they yeah, are. And you're like, "Oh, they did." Okay. As soon as he jumped on a roof, I'm like, "Well, you can't do it a fucking sucker punch game without it, right?" Uh, no, this game looks amazing. Like, again, Microsoft, man. Like, and these are all single player games. Like I said, you, I, I wish you guys could have been watching this with it because, like I said, every especially like once they panned out and they showed like that very like <laughs> that cinematic and artsy battlefield that this one-on-one sword fight would take place where it's like all right all right all right guys they, like, they weren't fucking around <laughs> settle like, down there yo again i'm picking it up it looks I'll very it looks very cool uh mark says this is why they need to remake onimusha damn it do they now no not anymore it's right here <laughs> we're good and uh, he also says he liked the ability they showed in the trailer where it seems like you can mark a few enemies like in real time yeah. or like in slow down time to do like a quick draw um, attack basically yeah it's like a breach mode <laughs> yeah, it, looked, <laughs> you will. it looked pretty cool like I said it, it looked and uh, again I, I didn't know what to expect and this is uh, this is awesome it looks awesome so like I said I look forward to seeing more from this uh, as time goes along uh, another a new game, uh, one of the few new games that got announced during this uh, presentation is a game called Control. As we were watching the trailer, we said, "Oh, look, this is what Quantum Break should have been," and it turns out it's being developed by Remedy yes. Studios. Sure enough, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, hmm. so there you go. It looks pretty cool. Um, an interesting graphical style. Um, looks very much like a psychological horror sort of game with a lot of like wacky action over the top stuff so i don't know i'm interested in seeing more of that game and what's it about so the next thing they showed was the other thing that we were all kind of geeking for during the uh presentation here so they showed this uh the, from a rat's perspective in this like storeroom of of a guy uh that was being attacked by an unknown assailant and it turns out it was like a fucking zombie uh, that's like eating his eating his brains and shit, and then all of a sudden from behind, door gets kicked open and and the zombie gets shot and do a hard there's cut. Who's that boy? There's that boy. See the uh, Raccoon City Police Department patch on the shoulder, and uh, it's Leon Kennedy. I don't think that was Leon. I can never was remember. It? Yeah, it's Leon. It's Leon. Okay, no, was that him? I think that was him. It's Resident Evil Two. Like, yeah, yeah, it's Leon. Which, which I appreciate. Like I, Chris has been getting a lot of run, man, and uh, Chris is like the 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 Gronkowski of gaming for me. Like he's just a <laughs> thick necked dullard, and like it's time for Leon to come back into the spotlight. Well, and look, you're remaking Resident Evil too. I think people like Leon more than they like. They of course, like they like Leon more. Yeah, and and listen, you're remaking Resident Evil too. Where does that game take place? Police department, sewers. Laboratory. I don't know of any gigantic boulders that need punching in those three <laughs> locales. <laughs> so you don't need you don't need uh Chris Redfield around you, doing his thing. You got me there. Well, here's the thing. That was a do- that that game you could play as two characters. Did you they could, show any yes. gameplay of, of I didn't I or was I like well no, you saw you saw her. They they did show Claire. Um but yeah, they but not show gameplay. There wasn't much in, in the way in, is in the second game. I don't think we saw any gameplay, did we? 
No, no, not it was actual cinematic. gameplay. It was all cinematic mm. in engine stuff. But yeah, it's got You have to have both of them. Did you guys really think that they were going to do a from the ground up no remake for this game? Oh, from the ground not. up, no. Um, I mean, I think people have been talking about the possibility of a Resident Evil Two remake for a while, but I, this is a whole new game. Yeah, which is awesome. Like again, the the two best Resident Evils are two and four. For me personally, well, and again, they oh, took like seven. they they did they did this perfectly because they showed off iconic scenes from the second game, but done in so, like like that that liquor introduction looks eight like ten times more terrifying than it did in the fucking actual Resident yeah. Evil Two game, just because of how the you know the lighting and the length of the hallway and stuff like that. It looks phenomenal, and it's coming out January twenty fifth. Like mm-hmm. a, a set date, <laughs> right? How how about Capcom is coming through with a with a remake of a of a classic game? Meanwhile, everybody since 1998 has been asking for a remake of the 1997 Final Fantasy VII, and and you you got nothing. Yo, that game ain't never coming out, yo. It's not. Yeah, here's, here's, uh, here's a hot take, Capcom. Here's a hot take. I hope they cancel it. I hope. I hope they realize. <laughs> I hope they realize that Nomura should not be directing fucking video games. That he should go back to putting too many fucking belts and zippers on Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> he should not be directing video games. Look how long it's taken that motherfucker to come out with Kingdom Hearts three. You think? You really think the Final Fantasy seven remake is going to fucking happen? In this century, maybe they should. Uh, maybe they should outsource the development to Capcom, and then the game will come out. Yeah, maybe. Like, can look last year. What did Capcom have going for it? Oh, uh, we 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 thought we thought they were on the verge of a fucking death. death, and then all right. of a sudden, like Monster Hunter Five, Monster Hunter comes out and sells fifty million copies, and all of a sudden they're walking around the fucking chest puffed out. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, they had Resident Evil Seven. They did have Resident Evil Seven. That's fair. Yeah. That was the, that was the, that was the spark. Like that I think was it the was. spark they needed, and then they're not, they're like, "Hey, Resident Evil Seven, and hey, then, it was Monster Hunter for the actual consoles that people play." And then, much like a guy who rolls his ankle, but then you know does a forward roll and gets up and walks like nothing yeah, happened. Marvel Capcom Infinite, right, right, right. <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> they, and they, they, they fell down. Resident Evil Two. You know what's funny? You know what's real amusing to me is that. The remake of Resident Evil Two is coming out before Kingdom Hearts Three is scheduled <laughs> to come out. <laughs> By four days, but you're you're right. Right, it's yeah. so fucking funny. Oh my god, man. Here's the thing. I mean, I think you know. Obviously, it's a Sony conference, but I think you know this weekend so far has gone a long way in Capcom's favor as far Devil as like Cry Five. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, DMC Five. Um, they they announced that yesterday, so it's game they're coming out with. Um, wow, people get excited when you show that you listen to your fans. What's the other, what's the name of that game that they're coming out with? That's like the Souls. The is Japanese that Souls is that them? Or, yeah, no, that's not, that's no, that was that was from software. That's from software. No, yeah. no, the other one. They haven't. They have a game coming out themselves, right? No, because Code Vein is not them either. Code Vein is not Capcom. No, I don't think so. What is that? Are you sure? Someone, go- someone, it someone, Google it, or, or actually, someone in the chat, you Google it. Get to work, chat. What are you doing here? For a bunch of freeloaders <laughs> Code, sitting Code around. Bandai Namco. Them. Okay. Oh, okay. There you go. So, but yeah, so so weird, weirdly enough, the early front runner for E three winners is fucking Capcom. Go to go to Vegas and lay some money down on that shit. 
<laughs> uh, th- and so, and the following, the following trailer was a another new game. Um, it's called Trover Saves the Universe. Yeah, we can skip. This we can sca- as as, as Carrie said it's, in in our doc, and I wrote some Rick and Morty bullshit because that's what it, it just is. like it. It felt like a string of rehashed Rick and Morty jokes, and none of them were funny. It's clearly using the same voice cast. Like, that's fine if you want to do a game with that style of jokes, whatever. But wouldn't you be better served in that case by just doing a fucking Rick and Morty game? But they did. They made one. What? That virtual Rickality, whatever the fuck that shit is. It just seems, it just seems stupid. I, I yes, hope- Rick and Morty does seem stupid. I agree with you. Wholeheartedly. I do too. It's not a good show. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of not good, uh, the next trailer. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> now look. No, look. this looks good. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I I gave this game a lot of shit yesterday when we talked about Microsoft. I I I threw a lot of shade at Kingdom Hearts Three, and in my defense, it was deserved. Yesterday, the trailer that they showed yesterday was fucking awful, which was the same trailer that Square showed today. It was a slightly different trailer, uh, Square showed today. The same trailer. But largely 95% the same trailer Square showed today, which then, of course, begs the question. Why? Why didn't they show Pirates of the Caribbean before they showed anything else for this game? Why? Why did they wait to show the the Pirates of the Caribbean world being confirmed until the Sony conference? I have a lot of thoughts about how the Square Enix conference went today. Well, we'll but... talk. We'll talk about that later this week. Keep your keep your podcast feeds open yeah, for, yeah. for the best of the rest episode. But the 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 Pirates level is the first level in Kingdom Hearts three that I've seen that actually looks like a PlayStation four game. It really looks good. I mean, the renderings of of the cast, obviously, you know, what we've seen so far from Kingdom Hearts 3, as far as the worlds that have been confirmed so far, which are Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., um, Frozen, Tangled, there might be another one. I haven't been paying too terribly close attention to it. But all of, it seems like all of, like, the worlds of the game so far have been um, based on computer-generated Pixar or Disney film so like they looked really good they've looked really faithful to those respective source materials but the pirates world is a returning world because they've done pirates of the caribbean before i believe in kingdom hearts 2 um but this is the first time that like it actually looks good because boy it looks like trash on the playstation 2 um just the the renderings of of all the characters of uh uh jack sparrow especially um it just it looks really good and for once like it didn't look super fucking weird for jack sparrow to be standing next to a literal anime character like they were both rendered with like yeah equal precision they made them look like they made them look like humans yeah (laughs) like real people um look i'm happy if you're happy If, if if you're happy then then i'm happy because I'm gonna get real happy in a few minutes. <laughs> That's true. And then they also announced that there is a limited edition PlayStation 4 Pro that comes with all the Kingdom Hearts, apparently. Yeah, so it comes with a uh, 1.5 remix, 2.5 remix, 2.8 final chapter prologue, and then Kingdom Hearts 3. So literally ev- the whole story thus far, all of the games 
Uh, I think there were a couple of games on 1.5 and 2.5 that are like cinematic only. So it's like you don't have to play the game, but they're still going to tell you the story of what happened in those games. So, yeah, if for whatever reason you're like, maybe I won't get into Kingdom Hearts. And for whatever fucking reason, I don't already have a PlayStation 4. This is this is an an interesting bundle. I'm curious to how to how many of these they are actually going to sell and because it's square um it'll cost 500 dollars, and it'll be the only ps4 pro on the market that comes with a 500 gigabyte hard drive <laughs> do you think they will release though those other kingdom hearts games separately uh, they've already they, they already they already have i mean for playstation 4 they already have. yeah they're they're already out literally they're already out i it it sort of it really begs the question as far as like why they're already doing this because hardcore kingdom hearts fans already own all of the games on like and, all systems yeah on all of the systems so like the I, man the man the man that i feel bad for is amir who already pre-ordered that 220 dollars kingdom hearts 3 collector's edition on fucking square store and now he's yeah. gonna have to get this psycho yeah i just it's it's very question mark inducing because i guess i'm curious as to why they wouldn't release the console on its own for Kingdom Hearts fans to get their hands on. Like, if you're getting the console, you get all of the games with it. Now, if the price is right, then what the fuck ever. Um, but yeah, it's just sort of uh, head tilt inducing uh, when you when you really think about what that bundle entails with regards to the fan base. So we then get to uh, our semi or our biannual. Uh, mind fuck part of the presentation uh, Death Stranding we finally got gameplay and I'm doing air quotes for those of you listening to the podcast version later gameplay of Death Stranding though we still have no idea what this game is because the gameplay consisted of Norman Reedus wandering across a variety of different landscapes with a very large backpack and sometimes he had a body backpack. on his back Yes, he did. had a fucking fetish body on. Like, what the fuck was? Sometimes Yo, it wasn't Norman Reedus. Oh, was it not Norman in, Reedus? And in all cases, there sure was walking. Look, I am a hundred percent disinterested in this game. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck when it comes out. I don't care about it. Like, I am so over this pretentious asshole. Like, this shit pissed me off watching this. Like, it was, it was, it was frustrating. And then people are going to be like, yo, this nigga's a bit genius. I'm like, no, 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 no. And, I, and as EB Gamer uh, reminds in the chat, there's a baby in a container that shines a light to show black ghosts in the yeah, sky racist. around you. Kojima's a racist. I don't even know what that means. Can we talk about how the baby was in his throat again, but this time we saw the baby's butt? Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> Seriously, like, I don't... Whatever. I don't. I'm done talking about it. Y'all go ahead. So I mean, there, it looks like there's stealth too. Shocking to no one. It's Hideo Kojima. Um, Leia like, this Seydu, game isn't going to be good, guys. We hope. Well, we we hope. We. we I hope. genuinely hope it comes out and is just blasted by the media. I hope it gets. But torn it probably to won't be. No matter. No, what. it won't because everyone wants to touch Hideo Kojima's dick. <laughs> So Everyone they, wants to touch that Japanese man's dick. I don't get it. They, don't added, uh, they added Leia Seydoux, uh, formerly of Terrence's favorite James Bond movie, to the cast of this game as well. And uh, Lindsay mm-hmm. Wagner. Have we, have we figured out who Lindsay Wagner is? She was a bionic woman. Okay. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. So hmm. in the chat, uh, Gustavo says he might get a PS4 for Death Stranding. Gustavo, what is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, Seriously. Like, no, no, you're going to have to type out what you thought was, was interesting about this game because I don't get it. Uh, Please. One of the author says it's fucking, it was fucking creepy. Uh, Mark says he still says it's Kojima's remake of The Postman. Um, I don't even know what that means. Demons 84 channels his inner Randy Jackson by saying uh, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, Amir says more weird stuff. Kojima needs a new dealer because those drugs are taking him <laughs> to some weird places. He's always been going to weird places. Uh, Mad Chocolate Gaming, it looks pretty meh. Um, Johnny says she ate a baby. Yeah, I was about to say, what, what was that thing that she ate? Like, was it a, was it like a, a slug? A funky fetus. Yeah, I that thought was it was the a end. fetus, yo. Like, I thought it was like a... Because this mm. game is Norman Reedus and the funky fetus. Oh. That should be the <laughs> subtitle for the game. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. That'd be it. fascinating. Um, like, it's just... We still don't even know what that... Like, we, we don't. We don't. And they're going to tease it out as long as they possibly can. I missed with my prediction of 2019, by the way. Um, Gustavo says... Gustavo says he wants to play it just to find out what is going on. Don't do that. Ah, uh, yo. Don't, don't get a PlayStation 4 just to find out what a game is going to be. Yo, please don't do that. Get it for Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, we're, well, we're not there yet because <laughs> they, they surprisingly announced uh, Neo 2. Yeah, that is... Neo came out like last year. It did, it? yeah. That yeah. Last, so uh, beginning of last year? Yes, yeah. last February is when so, it released. Yeah. It was a really quick trailer, though. To be fair, um, oh no, it's not coming I out. It was soon, like DLC. I don't think <laughs> that's why. I, I like. I, I knew it was Neo, but I'm like, hey, it must be new DLC. No, it's a new game. Okay, so we we ended the night um, abruptly, but we ended it with uh, Spider Man. Um, My, Micah, take it away. Take it away, Micah. <laughs> yo, Spider Man looks amazing. Yo, like everything about that action sequence, like that whole snippet that they clipped out, was wonderful. I mean, he's he's in the raft, and you know, the raft is is like their Arkham Asylum, basically, right? And Electro's there, and he's got his funky new jacket, and all of a sudden, you see more of spider-man's classic villains come out you know and it what was it uh scorpion vulture uh shocker lino and then eventually mr negative comes in um wraith was there she uh this was before she becomes wraith but the way that and, and you have to chase electro in this scene and the way that the fat it was it was very fast paced and it felt like it felt like you could miss uh 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 some of the debris that you need to to web onto in order to chase electro like it felt like there was an opportunity where you could miss and fail like if that's if that's possible like that is that just that just gets me going right because you you know you got to be able to think on your feet and uh yo everything about it the voice the voice acting was good like like spider-man doesn't have an annoying voice like you have no idea 
how upset I was when one of those Spider-Man games come out. It was the one where he could switch from the from his regular suit to the black suit with the press of uh like like L three or or R three. And his his voice sounded like this. And I was just like, I can't play this game. Um yo, it 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 looked it looked great. And I was watching, they had a little bit of um the gameplay sequence on a few minutes ago. Yo, the the combat looks frenetic and all over the place. It looks spastic. It looks like it, it looks like you could do a lot of things on the fly. Like if you just if you know the environment you're in, it looks like you can like you know how Batman had the the free flowing combat. Like it it looks the same, but for Spider Man with Spider Man's like gadgets and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I mean, it, it, but it 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 was it was done in a way where you can you can like hide and go instantly into predator mode and and it yeah. I mean I I just really need September to hurry up and come in. <laughs> like I'm not going to buy Destiny Forsaken just yet because it comes out three days before Spider Man and I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not going to touch anything. Probably not even my wife. When <laughs> September 7th comes along. Uh, speaking of touching stuff, if we go to the chat, Mark says, I'm pretty sure Spidey made Micah turgid. Yes, it did. <laughs> you don't know where my right hand is right now. <laughs> Boy, if you don't. Uh, a special, uh, a special I, treat I, I for all, of, all, the, all of you guys watching us live. I do want to I do want to pause real quick uh because I do have still the the Sony sort of like ongoing stream uh live in a separate window here. Uh they've put up the Tuesday schedule uh which basically includes everything we saw today, uh Last of Us Part 2. I'm just reading this in order. Ghost of Tsushima Dreams, uh Spiral Reignited Trilogy, Days Gone, 1:15 p.m. tomorrow, though I believe that is is in uh Pacific time. It just says Square Enix title. Oh. So that could be any number of things. I hope it's not Final Fantasy VII, uh, but we will see more of Spider-Man tomorrow. We'll see Concrete Genie, Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Hitman 2, Death Stranding, Resident Evil yeah, 2, uh, Trope Receives the Universe, uh, Neo 2, Anthem, Days Gone, Scuff, Vantage, Controller, Unboxing, uh, Just Cause 4, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Call of Duty Black Ops 3. So, obviously, plenty to look forward to tomorrow. Um, and uh, potentially, obviously, there's shit going on all week. We could see any any number of things. Uh, Mad Chocolate Gaming talking about Spider-Man. He said it was so good he needs to take a shower. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Johnny says Mike is gibberish. Sums up my excitement. <laughs> Gustavo's calling Spider-Man Game of the Year already. I don't think so. I do think so. Nah. Uh, yeah. Mad Chocolate Game says, it? "What is it? What's game, game of the Year for what? What else is coming out? This Skyrim very special. That game edition. of the Year, Sea of Thieves. <laughs> God, God of Monster War? Hunter is, gonna, is, 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 is it going to be God of War? Still pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. Shit. Breath yeah, of the Wild yeah. again." Breath of, yeah, God of War. It's gonna be it's gonna be between God of War, 
probably some weird shit that we haven't played that's on PC or whatever. And Mario Tennis Aces. Um, I was about to say Super Smash. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Monster Hunter is going to be up there. Uh, it I might be why, in the conversation. But I feel like it will be. Uh, Mad Chocolate Gaming also says he's going to platinum it and pull in a mirror and get the $500 Mega Collector's Edition. There you go. So, Whatever boats your float, dude. Whatever boats your float. So uh, let's, uh, let's ask the same question uh, that I asked of you guys yesterday. So give me... I don't think I, I mean I think it's very clear what each of us uh, like the most out of this presentation. Um, what do you think Sony's biggest missed opportunity was here? And then also give me a letter grade for the presentation. I'll start with you, Carrie. Ah, oh, missed opportunity. Um, I don't know. I felt it was a missed opportunity to have a fucking better show. Like if, if the past several years of Sony press conferences were like regular Coca-Cola, this felt like the new Coke of Sony press conferences. Um, it was a lot of things we already knew about. Um, I guess my favorite moment of the show was probably like the, the ghost of Tsushima stuff. I, I don't necessarily know that I'm going to play that. It's not really my style of game, but it's a it's a game that I feel like I would enjoy watching somebody else play for an extended period of time. Um, but overall, this it generally felt really mailed in. Um, I'm giving this like a solid C plus. Terrence, the show itself was whack. Like it was, it was just weak. Um, but the gameplay, the, the game reveals, um, look, I know I like Spider-Man looks awesome. A uh, ghost of sushi was a Tsushima. Yes. Um, looks amazing, but I think my best moment or their missed opportunity, like you said, was just making it a better presentation that whole, I, we're in the church and then we're going to show the church scene and, uh, last of us Two. that kind of set the tone for just, like I don't know, it was just it was just very bad. Then I'm going to the, but um, overall, like it showed a lot of games that I want to play, and that's all that I ask out of these types of uh, presentations. Um, Resident Evil Two was my highlight. <laughs> like it just like all the other games look awesome, but I can't wait for that Resident Evil Two remake. I'd probably give it like a a B minus C. Because the presentation itself was just whack. So it, it, it gets a C. And John, Sean Layton's teeth are just bothersome. They're bad. That yeah. dude needs a dentist. He's got the money. Like, come on, bro. Micah, tell, oh, yeah. us, tell us why C. this deserves an A. No, I'm not, it does not deserve an A. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought Spider-Man was going to completely <laughs> wipe no, the slate no, clean no. for you. <laughs> uh, look, I'm a fanboy and all, but uh, it, you know, I'm at the point where I, I, I'm old, man. I'm old. I can't. I can't give you nothing that you don't earn. <laughs> and and uh, biggest missed opportunity. Look, with these press conferences, I like when a developer comes out and talks about their game, and nobody it did that. Oh, <laughs> like, and I think that is the biggest missed opportunity, and nobody did that. Like at least with the Microsoft conference, you had. Uh, Rod Rod Ferguson come out and talk about gears. You had the Bethesda conference. Good lord, Todd Howard was out there for half a fucking hour talking. They about let Todd gears. Howard say fuck. I was shocked. Oh, he by, was by, lewd. The way, by the way, 
I'm gonna need everybody to calm down with the profanity. There were there, okay? were, there were there were many fuck words. <laughs> yeah, save it for the next Ubisoft podcast. Allowed themselves a single fuck earlier yeah, today. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you people to calm down. Like, all right, fuck Nazis. That's the only one you can say. Right. All right? That's it. Like, <laughs> you're getting a little too comfortable, video game developers. <laughs> Get a little too comfortable. Don't forget, you're a bunch of nerds, <laughs> rock stars. You can't just be dropping f bombs all casually. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really, I really wish that uh, some some of these people actually came out and spoke about their game. Um, in terms of uh, disseminating information, it, yeah, you you get kind of. You knock a point off there. Um, I I love, I enjoyed the games that I saw. They didn't show a lot, but um, I guess it's quality over quantity. Yeah, that's what I enjoyed. Like, yeah, they showed shit that I want to play. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I was, I was super, I was super ecstatic for. I knew I was going to be excited for Spider Man, so that's just canceled, right? Like that cancels itself out. Ghost of Tsushima. I think really took me. Um, I, I was very pleased by that. And Resident Evil Two, um, I, I was I was shocked. I, I was shocked that it's actual an actual remake and not like some ported up re release. You know, let's just leave the same tank control. Well, I, you know, we don't know, but yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, Death Stranding. Uh, look, I, I'm I'm too through with that guy. I, it, all that is all that is pretentious. Uh, to me and the presentation itself was awkward it was very awkward and very amateurish and not very uh not very it was very different and uh i didn't like it i didn't like it was not because it was different but because it wasn't done well yeah we had those like interludes between trailers featuring shit out of the game dreams so we had like a banana with a guitar and a screaming piece of celery. Yeah, that was like there. It, there was no weird. cohesiveness. There was no point to it. Honestly, yeah. that's probably the best way they could present dreams to you because I think to for them to go on stage and explain what that game is would be an exercise in a futility to a mass know, audience. Man. So, um, I would give this a. Uh, I would give this a C also. Like I, I thought it was. I thought it was on par with but it was it was on par but like a on a different plane as to the 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 microsoft conference whereas the microsoft conference came out and was just like games 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 uh in a in a in a easily digestible format sony came out and was like yo look at this big ass game all right now cut the commercial and then go to these people and then, cut to a right. white dude dressed as a Japanese guy playing a flute. Right, cut the Jack thing <laughs> playing a flute wearing a Raiden hat. And then it's like, all right, well, this looks good. And then uh, it was just, it felt weird. Well, that so, that yeah. that kind of leads. It, this did seem like the anti Microsoft conference. Um, to the complete opposite. Yeah, I mean, so I think the game that caught me most by surprise, of course, Ghost of Tsushima, because yeah. we had no clue. Resident Evil Two also was. Out of control. I'm getting both of those games. It like, <laughs> looks amazing like, from that <laughs> from that little brief bit that they showed. Um, I think the biggest missed opportunity I talked to it. So like, and they even had the perfect time to do it because if you're going to 
talk about the enhancements that you're going to make to services, you could have done it while Sean Layden was sitting at that desk outside while you were moving everyone from the church to the amphitheater. You know what I mean? I was hoping they were going to see something about the services. It would be nice, right? Anything. And instead it just ended up being kind of like them circle jerking for five minutes while they transitioned. Sure what it was. That's very much what it felt like. Any second now we're going to, any second, right? Yeah, like like okay. that. Like if I'm Sean Lane, like and, and like it's. I know I'm gonna be sitting here for ten minutes talking to these guys. Like I'm like, <laughs> hey, here's here's what we got coming to PlayStation Plus. Here's what we're doing with PlayStation Now. Like that's the time you could have done that, and it would have made the whole presentation feel a hell of a lot less awkward. Than it was it did. almost as if he was like caught off guard. It just like it it felt like they did an audible. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it just like I don't know. It was just weird. But the the strength, as awkward as the presentation was, the strength of the games that they showed, and especially the games they took a long look at, definitely outweigh it. Um, If I have to assign it a letter grade, I would probably give it a B. You're really generous. I would probably give it a B minus. I did, and I'm... I'm struggling to think of what I should put. I, I like this style of conference better where you do take a, a extended look at the games as opposed to Microsoft's method of just like trailer, trailer, Rapid trailer, trailer, fire. trailer, trailer. Um, so that's why I give it a slightly better grade. And it would have been higher if it wasn't for the fact that the presentation itself was so was so out of control. Um, in the in the chat, uh, Johnny says it needs less vagrants slash performers. I, I think we can all agree with that. Uh, Gustavo says more exclusives that we can get excited for in three years. Uh, Amir says he thinks they delivered on the games, but the presentation sucked. Yep. And, and, and in fairness, they did tell us what to expect that. That is true. Uh, Malcolm says it was meh. He just got in late. Sorry. <laughs> said the the chemistry, uh, the Mark said the chemistry was off. I think that, I think that's uh, I think that's a good way to put it. That's a good, uh, that's a good way to, to say that. Um, Malcolm also said RE2 looked amazing. Uh, apparently, uh, I think the RE2 pre-order is up in the PlayStation store. Amir says as well. So <laughs> good so luck. That. So there is that. shit now like, coming out for seven months. <laughs> so, uh, any, any final thoughts guys before we, before we wrap this up? Uh, I think, um, I guess I was a little shocked by how, mediocre middle of the road um and very expected all of this was today um i mean besides the resident evil 2 announcement um which again was something that had been rumored for a long time um there wasn't anything that i was like blown away by really in the grand scheme of things um in terms of like announcements um Looking forward to Nintendo tomorrow because i think of the three console publishers Nintendo at this point could very possibly be the one with the most up their sleeve um, as far as E3 this year. Yeah, I think I think the one area that Sony did succeed in this year and that they usually do very well in is that they they do have people walking away that are going to be talking about you know specific things from this conference. I don't think you had that with Microsoft yesterday. I didn't, didn't walk away from the Microsoft. I mean, we were talking about Cyberpunk. That's probably the closest thing, and that was just a trailer. Yeah. Um, but I think that people are going to be walking away like really buzzing about Ghost of Tsushima and about that Resident Evil 2 remake. For I sure. don't remember what they showed last night. 
That's that's that illustrates my point perfectly. I Thank really you, don't. So. Like they had Gears Five and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, or cool. whatever it's called. That's it. That's all I remember. Well, we are Halo Infinite or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't even remember that. I remember the Warthog was driving through a field. That's that's literally <laughs> all I remember about Halo Infinite. And they played the that's Halo sad. music. I guess I, that's just a sad. Really, it's, it is. It is what it is. So. That's going to be it for us. Um, thank you guys. Uh, those of you that joined us live, really appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out in the chat with us. Um, again, if you are, uh, if you're going to be paying attention to E3 this week, we have a lot of content coming to you. Um, we did uh, post show analysis for Microsoft last night that you can find on YouTube or on podcast services anywhere. Uh, tomorrow we plan on recording one more live episode uh, where we will break down the Nintendo Direct. That is scheduled for 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, tentatively. Uh, if we have to move it back, we will let you know. Um, and then later on this week, you will also get separate podcasts for The Best of the Rest, where we're going to talk about EA, Ubisoft, Bethesda, and Square's events. And then later on this week, perhaps another wrap-up to catch all the little odds and ends uh, that, that happened throughout the entire week as a whole. Uh, so again, thank you guys very much for watching. Uh, we will see you tomorrow night to talk about Nintendo. Uh, until then, peace. Thanks. Peace.